those that have listened for quite a long time, I'm sure you could you could do a little checklist of my my favorite wrestlers. I've got Dusty, Piper, Flair, the Legion of Doom, the Steiners, and of course the Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, you know, I have the robe. I've wore the I've I've wore the cape. I guess you say I've wore that on numerous occasions. I've got a little Macho Man shrine. Uh, in my collectibles area. Um, the only bad part about being a Macho Man fan is, you go back to that list I had, I've, I've seen Ric Flair fight. I've seen Roddy Piper. I've seen Dusty Rhodes, seen Legion of Doom. All, all on TV, not live. I've watched them all have, you know, a match, so I got to, got to say that. I wasn't watching wrestling when he had the brief spell in TNA where he threw three punches and did a roll-up. Um, and then after that, he really didn't do anything until he passed away. Um, there, there's just something about him. Something... He, he was thunder... or Not thunder. He, he was lightning in a bottle. He was electric. Um, so... Around the time WWE All Stars came out, and you heard that voice, and he cut the promo and talked about the the superstars from his era and how nobody could beat the Macho Man. And all these figures start getting announced. You know, your mind starts going. You're like, I've seen all these other legends wrestle. Is Randy going to come back and do something? Because there's always talk. He was always that guy. You know, is he going to come back and do this? Is he going to do that? Well, um, fortunately, like I said, he passed away. But there has been those rumors that there was talk of him, or The Rock trying to have Randy Savage wrestle The Rock at WrestleMania, both 18 and 20. Um, The Rock had a lot of pitches for WrestleMania 20 before getting put in the Rock and Sock versus Evolution match, which is still fun. The buildup still is one of my favorite promos where Mick Foley said, you know, Mick Foley was coming here, but he wasn't coming alone, and The Rock ran out and they fought. Uh, Rock and Randy Savage at 20 would have made a lot of sense to the bigger stars, to the bigger crossover stars at that. Or at all, uh, Rest- 20 years, WrestleMania lays itself out. WrestleMania 18 also makes sense. Some people don't think it does. But you figure at one time, which I, even though some of these people might not have worked well, you figure it was rumored that the three big matches were going to be Kurt Angle and Bret Hart, Hogan and Austin, Rock and Savage. And you imagine this would have been, you know, 2002, Savage was still in shape. Hogan's body hadn't deteriorated yet. And I don't think Hart had the stroke, or if he did, um, it happened after the match was talked about. Like this would have been just a just a hell of a show combining the past and the present. Um you, you know, the WrestleMania twenty it kinda writes itself. They probably would have done the whole The Rocks beat everybody, blah, blah, blah. You know what you never hear about, though? You never hear about The Rock and Randy Savage at 18. And it's because Rock and Hogan was still, it was just, it was so good. Uh, 
uh, if you try and say you didn't like Rock and Hogan for any way, you're crazy. The room was electric. They, I, I've never seen a heel become a babyface so gracefully like Hogan did there. Um, and then it even played into a great match at the following No Way Out the next year. But I do think the build was lacking. And in the good book here, which you can get at our Etsy store. Hey, pay up now. I do have The Rock versus Macho Man Randy Savage from WrestleMania 18. The build-up and beyond. Little, little while since we've been in this book. A little just... Alright. Now, obviously, in order for this to work, um, Randy and Hogan would have had to get over their issues. I know at the time, Hogan painted it like it was all savage, and Randy putting out a rap album around this time with a song called Be a Man Hulk. Uh, probably didn't help. But I do think with things that we've known now and learned now, uh, Hogan probably instigated a little bit of it. But uh, you, you figure, let's let's pretend that instead of Austin versus Scott Hall, Austin and Hogan, it's billed as the two faces of WWE, past versus the present, two biggest merchandise sellers, McMahon's two favorite people. Obviously, we're leaving Shawn Michaels out of this because he was not in a good place at the time. Austin Hogan. Let's pretend that's the road they go down. Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan, which, I mean, every, everyone can say, oh, but they both have five moves of doom. The Rock's not like um, Bret Hart in the ring. You know, The Rock's not an Eddie Guerrero. He's got a few moves, he's got a few hits. I think Austin Hogan could have done one as well. And then the other big thing is, you know, oh, neither of them like to lose. Well, Hogan lost to The Rock. I don't think Hogan would mind losing to Austin, who was the guy at the time. I, I digress. NWO still taking out the WWE. Austin knows he's steamrolling toward Hulk Hogan. Because remember, there's about a month buildup. NWO came in at No Way Out. No, clever there. NWO, no way out. But we know we're going to get Austin Hogan. Let's pretend they announce it super early. It's going to be, you know, cross-generational match of the ages. Then we have The Rock having to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. But, instead of taking that to WrestleMania like they did with Austin, we're going to have The Rock being able to fend off Paul and Nash, because, you know, he calls in the help of differing tag teams in the WWE at the time. The Dudleys. Um, you know, he, he had Taker help him out. Because it, it seems he always has a one-up on the NWO. So then he finally he storms into Vince's office, and he goes, Why in the hell did Stone Cold get Hulk Hogan? The Rock should be getting Hulk Hogan. The Rock has not only taken out the NWO, back when it was an issue, The Rock has taken out D-Generation X. The Rock led your damn corporation. He took out the ministry. The Rock is the man. 
That's when Vince leans over his desk and goes, Yeah? And The Rock goes, Oh, yeah. Vince goes, Oh, yeah? The Rock goes, Oh, yeah, Vince. The Rock is... And then that's when you see two familiar hands club The Rock from behind. And as the show fades to black, you hear the familiar, Oh, yeah. Cut to the next SmackDown, and Vince McMahon is in the ring. He talks about how he brought the NWO in to inject that lethal dose of poison. Sure, he got Hogan looking to take out Austin, something he wished he could have done years ago. He said that Hall and Nash may have had trouble with The Rock, but now they are looking for the tag team championships. And then once Hogan fends off Austin, Hogan can get the heavyweight title. What does that leave for the Intercontinental Championship? The workman's title. Well, he knows someone that redefined the championship. Someone that had one of the greatest matches of all time for the championship at WrestleMania 3. 15 years ago. Someone that is going to help rid him of his rock problem. None other than the returning fourth member of the New World Order, the macho man Randy Savage. And for the first time since Randy had left the company when he was a commentator, he comes out to the ring. And in one of the biggest instances at the time, because this is before Bruno came back, this is before Warrior came back, Hell, this is before Bischoff came back. Savage and McMahon embrace in the ring, and McMahon holds his hand up. Savage takes the mic, and he just wants to remind the fans that he is the Macho Man. That there might have been some chattering on the internet. He's not what he once was. You know, he could, and that he's seen this punk on TV. Dropping what he calls the people's elbow, a lesser man's flying elbow drop. And it's funny, because The Rock is toted as this great star because he's third generation. Well, people seem to forget that Randy was one of the first big name second generation stars. He crossed paths with the likes of Rocky Johnson, and he has no problem in slapping the spit out of his son's face. Vince stands in the ring and smiles and knows that he has himself a winner for the New World Order. The following week, as we're a couple weeks removed, or before WrestleMania, The Rock comes out and he talks about how I'm going to take a little bit from the Goldberg promo here, but he's done it all. You know, he's beaten Austin before. He's beaten Taker. beaten Triple H. Now he's got this old man, the macho man, coming trying to take his spot. Vince talked about the Intercontinental title and how we redefined it. Yet, does Vince remember the ladder match that he and Hunter Hearst Helmsley had? For the Intercontinental Championship. Does Vince McMahon not remember how The Rock carried Intercontinental Championship, but he was just Rocky Maivia, and he had the crowd chanting, Die, Rocky, die. 
<clears throat> and now they are in the palm of his hand as he is the champion of the people. He doesn't know if when Vince and Randy Savage went to the ring if that was an open challenge or not, but The Rock gladly accepts. If Austin is going to beat Hogan's ass on his behalf, then The Rock will surely beat Savage's. We get, a, we get build up going into this. As I said, two more weeks. We get some crossover. In my mind, I would see Austin and Savage have a match. Hogan and Rock have a match on the Raws before Mania. These once-in-a-lifetime matches, especially at this point in their careers. As WrestleMania is there, The Rock comes out, loud ovation. Nothing is louder than Randy Savage returning at WrestleMania. A moment that many people thought would never come. Comes out in the black and white. His attire is a mix of his old gear, his current gear, and the Macho King. He has a scepter with the NWO logo in the orb. Before the bell can even ring, he throws a separate rock, and then he starts pound, and then he starts just pounding him, beating him down in the ring. The ref has to get the scepter out of there, and as he does that, Savage, up to his old tricks, takes the tape from his wrist and wraps it around the rock's throat until the ref again breaks it up, warning Randy. But Randy doesn't care, and then slaps the rock. The two have a phenomenal matchup. All the main things are hit: the float over DDT. Spinebuster, the punches, Savage being able to hit the atomic drop, a body slam, the double axe handle off the top rope. If you remember the original, the real WrestleMania 18, The Rock did get the win on Hogan. And Austin got the win on Hall and Nash. Now I think uh, I think it makes sense to the NWO lose once, but not all of them. Um, in this universe for me, if Hall and Nash win the tag team championships, we have Austin beat Hogan. That's one to two. What do we do here? Well, we're not going to bring Randy Savage back and have him fight a full match the previous Raw he was on with Austin it went to a DQ before it could even begin. This is his first real match back under the WWE umbrella. I don't think you have Randy lose. Rock goes to pick him up for a rock bottom. Randy Savage catches him, hits him with a DDT. This has been the first time Randy's had a match of this caliber in years so you can tell that he is winded. Was to stand up again. The rock kips up, hits him with the spine buster, goes for the people, and then as he goes for the people's elbow, bounces off one rope, bounces off the other. Randy does a kip up himself and points in the rock's face and just wags the finger. Rock then tries another spine buster. Randy counters into a spine buster of his own. But instead of going for the people's elbow, which, as you heard, was the lesser elbow drop, Randy goes up to the top rope. It's an elbow. Doesn't stop there. Goes to the opposite corner. Another elbow. 
knows that two are not going to finish someone like The Rock. He turns The Rock's body, goes to another turnbuckle. One more elbow. Why only use three turnbuckles when you have four? And he finally goes to that fourth one. It's one more elbow drop. They get the one, two, three. Randy Savage has beaten The Rock. And on the night, not known at this point, but the NWO is two and one. Since Hogan still lost, I believe that he would still get it out of the NWO. But instead of having six join and Big Show join and kind of be thrown together, I think you have Randy Savage lead the group. Because unlike Hogan, Randy was another one kind of forced out in the early 90s. Instant let him wrestle. Instant thought he should be a commentator. So now you have Savage lead the NWO with the mission of proving that he can still go. Vince comes out to the ring and tries to celebrate with him while Hogan's down. That Savage slaps him and shoves him out of the ring. Grabs a mic and talks about how Vince didn't want to pay the two big men behind him. And he didn't have any respect for him and tried making him one of them color guys. So now the NWO is going to continue to inject poison. And instead of having a fledgling NWO have Savage leading the charge. Eventually, you can bring in X-Pac, you can bring in the Big Show, and you have a full-fledged group. They not only took out The Rock, they not only have the tag titles, not only take out Hogan, they have a longer run than before. WrestleMania 19 comes and goes, and WrestleMania 20 appears. Again, let's change history a little bit. Rock comes out on a Raw before, no longer helping Mick Foley. Instead, in this universe, Mick Foley and Randy Orton is a one-on-one match that it should be. A one-on-one match that happened at Backlash happens on the bigger stage at WrestleMania. Rock then goes around the ring again. He talks about how he knows the career in Hollywood. It looks like his wrestling career may... Maybe on the back burner. There's always been one thing that's ate at him. At 19, he vanquished Austin. A match that he didn't win, that he should have won. He just keeps, he keeps looking back, and he knows that there's one other match he needs to get redemption for before he finally heads off to Hollywood. Randy, I know you're back there. I know you have... The NWO still with you at this time. It is now Nash, Macho Man, Big Show, as Six and Scott Hall have both left. Give me one more match. One more. We said that The Rock and Randy was going to be one and done. But let's do one more. But WrestleMania 20, Madison Square Garden. Randy Savage and The Rock... Part 2. This time, things play a little bit differently. And The Rock eats Randy Savage as he is not able to counter the Spinebuster. The Rock lands it, hits the people's elbow, pins Randy Savage, and thanks him for everything. 
Rock leaves the ring as this was the main event. This even was past Angle and Eddie match. This was past the Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Guerrero, or Benoit match. Randy stands up in the ring at WrestleMania 20. And he waves and bows and thanks the fans for everything and heads out like a cowboy into the sunset. Randy Savage's career ends at WrestleMania 20. And like the penultimate performer he is, he loses on his way out of the territory. The Rock and Randy Savage is a story that started at WrestleMania 18. And although it didn't have anything at 19, it was able to finally cap off at 20. Not only a redemption arc for The Rock when it comes to the wrestling, but a redemption arc for Randy Savage, a man who just over 20 years prior, was told he was too old and needed to sit behind the commentary booth. A man who in 1999 thought his career was over because of the WCW politicking and his body breaking down. A man who could now rest easy knowing that the fans got to see the best of the Macho Man. And as he would say... Oh yeah, dig it. 